Yeah. Joey. Joey. What's keep happening? The people, keep the people waiting, man. 836. Bro, I am just proud of myself for showing up on a weekly basis here. It's a struggle, man. It really is. I almost bailed. Shot you a no. text. I said, no. look, uh, if you want to push it back, we'll do it tomorrow. You know what I mean? I almost bailed. Yeah, well, you know, proud of you, proud of you for showing up. Proud of you for showing up. Um, I don't like the Tuesdays. Uh, I think we're only doing the Tuesday this week simply because we're both traveling later in the week, so got to do it now. I'm thinking Wednesday or Thursday is going to be our slot, though. I'm not not loving this Tuesday at all, to be honest. With no, you. no, 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 no. It's it's. I don't think it's going to work, man. Wednesday, Thursday. I think Thursday's money, right? Because Thursday, you know, let loose. Maybe you pour one too many whiskeys, and worst case scenario, wake up and it's Friday. That's the worst case scenario. Tuesday. There's, there's much worse case scenarios than that, but yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> let's let's pretend it's the worst case scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tuesday's tough, brother. Like I told you, I said uh, I'm just gonna start drinking whiskeys. That's what I've been doing for the past hour. So what are you drinking? Yeah, I get some Woodford Reserve Double Oak, man. That's that's gotta be gotta be my favorite bourbon for the money. Gotta be my favorite. I uh, did make a pretty big mistake though. I started drinking before I had ate dinner. And then Uber Eats arrived. I had a nice fat burrito. And let me tell you, Woodford Reserve Double Oak and nice fat burrito, they don't mix well, man. They don't mix well, despite popular opinion. They do not. At your age, you're a much smarter man than that. So I'm a little disappointed in your decision making there. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a look, I, JB, I'm a train wreck tonight, bro. I'm just happy to be here. What are you drinking, my man? I am drinking some Mitchers, uh Single Rye. Right. Uh, oh yeah 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 How i've heard that? big things about this so i was curious was in new hampshire kind of stocked up on some whiskey um actually direct quote from my wife when i walked in the door was that's enough whiskey for a month or sorry a year and i said or four episodes um <laughs> but yeah it's good it's a little overhyped i think i think they got like some real expensive stuff this is like their cheap like 35 40 dollar bottle stuff it's good though okay. it's a good okay you know drinking whiskey so rise rise good man it's it's nice to have a nice uh, middle of the pack kind of rye, $30, $40 barrel. It, it usually will come with some spice, come with yeah. some kick. You know, yeah. makes you feel alive and it doesn't break the bank, man. I'm wrong with that. I like it. I like it. All right. So we got to try to be efficient today. One, it is a Tuesday. It's a school night. I do have more work to do tomorrow, unfortunately. Um, yes. And Punchless is on at 930. And I do want to listen to him because. Oh, yeah. What up, Dale? The whole part of this, uh, <laughs> main part of this podcast is UFC 280. And. Well, I am not a smart enough man. I do need to listen to Dale here to make sure that my bets are completely <laughs> absurd. Um, <laughs> nice. So let's let's roll through it. We'll do a recap of last week. We'll go through UFC 280. That's probably going to be the main focus of the show. Yeah. We're going to talk NFL Week 7. Spoiler alert, I've basically given up on the NFL at this point. Oh, done. Done, dude. Can't do it anymore, but we'll, we'll get into it. College Football Week 8 picks. I'm still close in college. I'm still going to keep grinding those ones out. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm always like, Break even a little bit up, and I'm very close to one massive payout. So I'm going to keep you're right on the cusp, out. bro. You're you're on the cusp. I, I can feel it. I am. I am. Uh, one thing we need to talk about last episode, Pickett. So yeah, me and Joey have been talking about, you know, apps, track bets. There's all Action Network, all these other apps. Mm. I like Pickett the best. Um, it kind of shows you from history, which could be a good or a bad thing, depending on how you did. Mine's <laughs> still good for the year, so I'm very happy about that. Um but I like it. You can look at it units. You can look at it dollars. It tracks. It syncs up to all the sports books. So I like it. 
I got my picks posted uh, on our link tree. I know I'm going to get yours up there soon, Joey. And then we got the little login code too, if you want to sign up for it. Because I think you do have to log in the app to see everyone's picks. But it's worth it. I think it's a good. I think it's a good app in my opinion. Pickett, it, Pickett it is solid, like you said, JB. The integrations I think are the most impressive. Like it brings. It's it's exactly what you would want as a sports better. Pulls everything in single pane of glass. Best. It's the best app I've seen so far. And it allows me to be lazy on Instagram where I can just screen record here it is and oh yeah <laughs> beautiful dude huge time saver you kidding me yep yep all right uh let's roll into it before audio okay your sounds good just making sure yeah you're good man you're good, good. you're good all right all right let's get rolling <laughs> oh yeah my favorite my favorite part of the show man recap of last week i mean tennessee i said it last week i thought they were yeah. a live dog god damn it they were a live dog oh yeah um, you called it you called it man i bet it i did not bet it as much as i should have yeah, I also knew the over of that game was a lock, and I almost put a significant max unit play on it, but I chickened out the last second. So I'm a little bummed about that. But, hey, hit the over bet, hit Tennessee, not as much as I wanted to. It definitely helped uh, do some of the damage that was the NFL. Pat <laughs> yourself on the back on that one. I mean, you got in on the action, man. So let's go to the NFL. Okay, so first two things, you know, Eagles, they're legit. Right, let's just call it what it is. They're yeah, I've been saying it for weeks, JB. Been saying it for weeks, and you know, I think they. I thought they were my only. The NFC East is going to be tough. They hit a huge milestone of beating the Cowboys. So yeah, I, I, again, I think they win that division, but that division's going to be tough. So I don't want to crown them yet, but they are definitely the best team in football as of today. And I will say, I think they can beat the Buffalo Bills or Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I agree with that. Agree with that, JB, and I also agree with you in the division because who the hell the. The uh, Giants coming out of nowhere as well. Like, um, you know, it's it's uh, the division is better. It's more competitive than I thought it'd be. But, you know, what's crazy, man, is the Eagles are still primarily a pound the rock <laughs> team, man. With Miles Sanders, Gainwell, and Boston Scott. And then when they want to, you bring in a play action threat. <laughs> Freaking Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown. Like, I mean, uh, they're looking damn good. I don't know who's going to stop, man. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, let's just call it Bailey Zappy, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got some issues in New England here. Again, I, I think it's still Mac Jones' job, but this kid had the highest quarterback rating this week. Um, they're letting him sling the rock. He looks good. My pats aren't out of it, man. I know Buffalo looks good with that Kansas City win, but uh don't cut the don't cut the pats at man. They're they're gonna be good. I'm telling you. They're, they're going to sneak into the playoffs. They're going to give some teams some trouble. We are not a walkover team, and we are a team that can surprise a lot of teams. So. I, I, I'll tell you what, man. They do have some they, – they, there are some conversations to be had, bro. I mean, I was not expecting that kind of performance at the quarterback position this past this past Sunday. I was not. And I, I, I'm interested, JB, that you're still riding with Mac. I can't blame you for that. I can't blame you for that at all. But I think we need to see more. Of your boy Zap, I'm telling you, we need to see more because it's going to be a more interesting conversation. I can't remember the last time Mac Jones had a game like your boy Zap just had. I can't. So the thing is, Mac Jones outperformed his rookie year, and he's having a little bit of a sophomore slump. So he's got that working against him. Um, I still think Mac's the quarterback. Honestly, it's just a size thing. Like Mac is much bigger yeah. than Zappy, and I something said about that, but I, again, it's tough. It's tough to go with a quarterback who is hot and take him out. I mean, 24 for 34, 309 yards for two touchdowns and a passer Hell rating yeah. of 118.4. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, come on. 
Like, right. <laughs> and you know what? Let's let's keep watching. Let's just keep watching, man. It's going to be an interesting situation once uh, Mac is healthy. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. <laughs> what was my survivor pick last week? The Green Bay Packers. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Who beat the Green Bay Packers? The New York Jets. I'm done. I'm done. Like, I don't I, I don't know what to say. I, I literally am dumbfounded. Um, Dude, I, 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 I can't wait till we get to the survivor slide. You, you're going to have that in the deck, right? Uh, yeah, for maybe one more week before I just light it on fire because I don't want to see how many red axes I'm going to have. I can't wait to see it. How about the Jets, huh? <sighs> I hate it so much. Hey, you then, know, they, they, they're head coach, bro. Did you hear that quote? I think he dropped it a couple weeks ago. He said, I'm taking receipts. You know, for anyone who doesn't believe in us right now, you know, it's back when they, you know, just had two wins or something like that. I don't I mean, dude, that culture is they're they're playing into his game, man. They're looking, they're looking like a football team with a whole bunch of fucking chips on their shoulders, man. I I I don't know, bro. I don't know. Dare I say playoffs? Playoffs? No. Ah, come on, man. They're Talking looking crazy. pretty good. Talking crazy. Talking crazy. All right. All right. Now, you, my friend, again, didn't post it, but you did call me and say, I have a lock. Absolute lock. Yeah. Now, yeah. it was Menafield KO, which I was fully supportive. Did I bet it? No. Should have. 100% right. Lock. 60 seconds for him to knock out that kid. Yep. Lock. The second part, I believe, was the 49ers money line against the Falcons. Sounds sounds pretty safe, doesn't it? One would say. One would say. Doesn't it? Yeah. Son of a bitch. What happened, dude? I'm so sick of this shit. And the third leg was the Philadelphia Eagles money line lock. So you have, and you know what? I was, I was, I was confident. I said, you know what? I'm gonna take the UFC, throw it in a bowl, mix it up with a couple money line NFLs, right? I'm gonna create this beautiful parlay, throw it in the oven and bake a masterpiece, dude. And what happened? I'm so done with trying to parlay the NFL this year. I'm serious, man. I'm not doing it anymore. And that was one of like five ridiculous, ridiculous upsets. I mean, Jesus Christ, what were they? We already talked about the Jets. Uh, okay, uh, Niners dropped to the Falcons. Uh, what else? Oh, I don't know. Steelers beat the Bucks. Yeah, Brady screaming at his offensive line. Haven't seen that in years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got that uh, fire in him, I guess. I don't know where that came from. Maybe and again, I, I know the Giants are good, but beating the Ravens? I didn't think the Giants were that good. No, not expected at all, dude. At all. So at this oh, point, like Seattle over Arizona. Right. That yeah, so I, I, I do I need to I need yeah. to sell my stock in Arizona at this point, right? Like they are. Not I think good. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think they so. just They're got Robbie Anderson now. though. Uh yeah, but what what does and that D Hop is coming back? So like you have Robbie well, Anderson, yeah. D Hop, like I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's moral of the story is I think I'm gonna I may sit out a week of NFL. And just yeah. really try to watch the games with no dog in the fight, other than rooting for the Patriots, which I can never not do. Right. Just sit here and try to observe what the fuck is going on. And then yeah. go to a sports book and place some wagers and sit and watch them with multiple TVs. Because I just feel like there's too much weird shit. Like, Red Zone happens, and I'm like, what the fuck did I th – what was I thinking? Like, why did I do mm -hmm. this? And then I'm like, well, fuck it. I just don't know what's happening in the NFL. All right. So I, I, I support your plan here. You're thinking, like, take it back to basics. Get yes. to a sports book, print out a physical ticket that you can hold in your hand, watch the game unfold on one of 16 different LCD TVs instead of one screen with red zone bouncing around between 10 different games. 
take it back to basics, JB. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And again, I'm a parlay sucker. Everyone knows that. You see my fucking points parlays. But <laughs> NFL single unit plays from here. Again, I hit the Pats yeah. money line, plus two and a half units at plus 130. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm not right. saying I would have done that yeah, at other games. But again, to your point, you hit you hit Menafield. You hit the Eagles. Yep. yep. So if you bet those separately, you're up money. Yep, exactly, exactly. You know what it is, JB? It's discipline, man. You're exercising it more than me. We'll see. So that's the whole point. we got a turning point. We're turning turning point here. Just mm-hmm. ahead. Okay, we're going to turn everything around here. We're going to hit some massive bets here. i got a feeling. you goddamn right. Let's we're go. We're start off with UFC 280, which <laughs> I know we've talked about this for a while. I think the last time I was this excited for a fight, oh, this is going to sound so bad to say out loud, was the McGregor-Cerrone fight? No, not uh, – sorry. Uh, McGregor Poirier. Poirier fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was an amazing card, and of course, the fight turned out terrible. Main card, but mm-hmm. this card is electric. There are certain fights I want to go into detail, and there are certain fights that I have no say whatsoever. So I say we just hop in, unless you disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Lena Landsberg versus Carl Carol Rosa. Thoughts or pass? No, I'm de- I'm definitely passing on this one. I do like that Lena's nickname is the Elbow Queen. I kind of like that, you know. And for that reason, I might pick her on that reason alone. But then I look at her age; she's 40 years old, going against a 27 year old up and coming Brazilian. So, ah, uh, hard pass, man. Nothing to do with this. This is going to be fast because I want to see if Dale likes Lena Landsberg. I might place a small, small play on her, but otherwise, pass. Yeah, <laughs> right. Muhammad Mokaba versus Malcolm Gordon. Uh, minus 850, no thank you, plus 600. Uh, no, I'm just going to pass on this one. Yeah, I, it's unfortunate, man. I was hoping that I get something that a little bit, uh, I don't know, better than minus 850. I mean, Wakayev is going to punish this guy, man. That's who he is, bro. He's the punisher. And Malcolm Gordon, you know, I, you know how I feel about these Canadian fighters, man. You know how I feel. And I get it. Malcolm Gordon has beat Francisco Figueredo. I know. I get it. I get it. But I'm not sold, brother. I'm not sold. And I think Mokayev is an absolute animal. I think this is, uh, you know, Mokayev is 22 years old, right? So I think he's going to go through a number of these fights that's just going to get himself a little highlight reel. And he's just going to climb his way into the rankings. Malcolm Gordon is another victim. I just can't get involved with this. I look at the prop, JB, see what he is by finish, Makayev, because uh, he could do it either way. He could sub, he could knock out, and that's something that Malcolm Gordon is familiar with both. He gets subbed, he gets knocked out. So we'll see what he is by finish. But, I mean, unfortunately, this minus 850 is nothing I want anything to do with. All right, pass for me. You might get some uh, little props there. Uh, Petrosian versus Dobson. I really like Petrosian here. I do like him at minus 205. Gonna go against my own advice here. Probably a parlay piece. I'm going to do something with the prelims and a parlay because, again, I know we're both traveling. Questionable if we're going to be able to watch this live or have to watch a lot on repeat. So I'm going to do some sort of uh, prelim parlay piece here, and I think Petrosian might be part of it. Yeah, I'm actually with you on that. And I think minus 205 is is pretty pretty. It seems right, right? It seems accurate. It seems like that's actually like where he should be against this fight. Yep, uh, and I like him in this fight as well. I like him as a fighter, and I think he's going to take it. So at minus 205, it's one of those, you know, don't get cute with your props and any of that bullshit, man. At minus 205, take him straight up in money line or uh, get him in a parlay. But I'm with you on that, JB. All right, I like it. I like it. Next fight. Uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm gonna oh, go, yeah, go for it, dude. Go nope. for it. <laughs> 
Khabib's cousin. Is that a fact? Is, that, is, <laughs> no, they, is he related to Khabib or no? Uh, I don't know. I would assume not. Uh, we can't just say everybody with that last name is related to Khabib. It's like Smith in Russia, apparently, right? Right. Like, that's basically right. okay. Right. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I can't even say it. Whatever. That guy versus <laughs> Omar. Just, can you pronounce these names for me? I'm not going to be able to do it. I don't know if this guy can't do it. Uh, all right. Let me take a crack at it. So it's um, Abubakar Nurmagomedov. Abubakar Nurmagomedov versus Gadzi uh, Amorgadziev. No, Omagadziev. That's all you get from me. That's the best I got. So my take is here, two Russians. If you look at topologies, one is 67th in the world at welterweight. The other one is 72 at middleweight. I want to know if this guy's related to Khabib. I want to know if Khabib's going to be in his corner. If you take out that factor, I may throw a little bit on the dog because I think it's two Russians that want to kill each other. I think one's 16-3 and three and one's 13-1. and one. I kind of probably look at strength of schedule, but I think it's probably dog or pass for me here. What are you thinking? Yeah, Dog Pass makes a lot of sense. And these guys, they don't have UFC experience, really. I mean, they got one, what, two fights uh, in the UFC. So um, if you look at the line, minus 165. Yeah, definitely Dog Pass situation here, JB. I'm not going to read too much into this, man. Let the let the Russians have at it. Take the dog, if anything, but probably just enjoy this one. The only thing I'll say here is this uh, Nagamedov, whatever. Well, Khabib cousin. Nurmagomedov. How do you not know how to say that name? Khabib's bro. been out for so long, and I've gotten so comfortable calling him Khabib. Nurmagomedov, bro. I'm not culture. Yeah. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. <laughs> numbers for a living. He was supposed to fight Daniel Rodriguez and Philip Rowe, and those both got canceled. I feel oh, really? like if I saw him fight those, I would have a much stronger opinion on this fight. But you can't. You know, there's there's no one there. So whatever. Nurmagomedov was supposed to fight D Rod. Yeah, he's supposed to fight D Rod in July. And then that got canceled on the following week. He was supposed to fight Phil Rowe. All right. Well, those are names. Those are names. Those are names. Why he might be a minus 165 favorite. Dog a pass, brother. Dog a pass. Dog a pass. Uh, this next fight, Yamato versus Magomed. Um, it actually got canceled. So we're just going to pass over it. I went to find the odds. Couldn't find oh. them. Was freaking out before the show. Then I found out it got canceled last second. Got it. Uh, Zuba, dude, Bruce Buffer has his work cut out for this fucking fight. <laughs> yeah, Zubaraya versus Almeida. Um, I want to take Almeida, but this is probably a pass for me. What are your thoughts? So Zubaira, I uh, I am riding with him, man, for a few reasons. One, uh, this guy, he's a clown. I don't like him, man. I really don't. But he's a character. And they're rolling a bunch of Russians out to this card for a reason so that they can perform in front of a crowd that's close to them. I, I think that this is a fight made for him. I think they want him to win. He is a show-off. He's a clown. But, um, yeah, I, I don't like Zubaira, but I'm going to take him here. I don't know if I would parlay him or what. Uh, Almeida, it's it's almost a pick man. But I just have the feeling that, when they make these kinds of cards and they throw a bunch of Russians on them, you know how it is, man. You try and please the local crowd. And I know it's not in Russia, but it's close. So I think Zubair is going to take this one, man. It's probably a smart play. I'm not looking at the topology. I'm actually going to stay away from this fight now that I've looked at it. I thought Almeida had a little bit stronger competition. Um, yeah. I'm not going to pass it. And your boy got knocked out by Hakeem. Not knocked he out did. Mean Hakeem. No, I know. I know. What decision? But but look, Hakeem, Hakeem Duwato is a good. He is a good fighter. I know I bash on Canadian fighters a lot, but I, I I like watching him. And you're right, Almeida. What's he done? He's 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 had a fight in the UFC and he beat Mike Triziano. And you know, 
congrats. It's good. Start out on, you know, on the right foot, but that's not enough experience um, to go against a guy that I think they want to win this fight. I mean, he's had, he's been in the UFC for a while, man. Zubar is a vet. Like, I think he's had almost, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's coming up on, you know, 10 fights. So he's been there for a while. I think he takes it, man. I really do. I don't know. He's at a jungle fight championship out of Brazil, though. Man, we got to go to a fucking fight here. They probably can you imagine that, dude? Imagine the atmosphere. Dude, (laughs) Dude, their fucking logo is a tiger eating a snake. That's so awesome. (laughs) All right. Moving on. Moving on. Volkan versus Nikita. Um, Yeah. You go first on this one because I. Dude. All right. Well, dude, do you remember when Volkan Olsdemir went against our boy Paul Craig and shattered our dreams over the summer? Mm hmm. Man, we were high on Paul Craig, man. We took him by sub. We took him straight up. Volkan Ozdemir looked pretty good, man. He looked pretty good. Uh, his, uh, I, I, you know, we probably should have not been so obsessed with Paul Craig when he was super hot, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I think Volkan, he, he made me realize anyway that he's he's not a bum, man. He, this guy can scrap. So I think um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick him here, especially in a, in a dog position for Nikita Krilov. I mean, I don't. If you look at his last fight, it's like, all right, is he a stud for knocking out Gustafsson in the first round, or is Gustafsson completely washed up? old and probably shouldn't have made that comeback totally washed going, up yeah to- I'm totally going washed with the ladder yeah i'm going with the ladder bro and you know what if you want to go back one fight before nikita krilov fought gustafson guess what he got subbed by paul craig boom it's all the logic i need for you brother i got vocal in this one um so i like that you're on that because i am as well um i don't love it i wanted you to go first but you nailed all the points. The Paul Craig, one guy beat Paul Craig, one guy lost to Paul Craig. What I will say is these guys have both fought, like, really good people. So I think their record is kind of skewed. Like, one's 18-6 and six and one is 28-9. and nine. Like, those losses are coming from, what is it, Dominic Reyes, Anthony Smith. Like, year, like there's there's good people on this these loss records. Paul yeah. Craig, like, Clever Teixeira, Blasiewicz. Like, so these guys are both – crazy in my opinion what i would debate doing here is does not go the distance i don't know what that's at right mm. but does not go the distance or by ko um but yeah. otherwise i'm on vulcan with you but i'm gonna uh vulcan and probably inside the distance yeah i actually uh, yeah not going the distance is tempting jb it's tempting Ozdemir does take it the distance, though. You know, his last four fights, three of them have went the distance, and he's won, or no, he lost one by decision. But yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I wonder I mean, what the, eight, the line is. 18, 18 wins, 12 by KO, one by sub. Uh, who's that? That's Krilov, no? That's Vulcan. 18 wins, you see? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. One by sub, yeah. Yeah. And then Krilov with the 15 subs, man. Does that make you nervous? So maybe it's goes the distance. Uh, or sorry, uh, fight does not go the distance. I, I'm sure that's going to be juiced. I don't know. Let's let's yeah, move on. But yeah. uh, that's probably a play here. I get always the man. All right, Mohamed Muradov versus Borello. Was I close at all at that? Uh, Mahmoud Muradov versus I don't know how to pronounce that first name. I'm going to say Chow. It's not Chow. No, the the I would be before the A, bro. If it was Chow, Kai, 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 Kai. Kai. Kai Barraro. 
Uh, that yeah, I, I don't know. What you got to take on this one, JB? Yeah, I'm 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 high on uh, Coyote. I, I really yeah, like too. him. Um, I think he's going to be the parlay piece with Petrosian, to be honest with you. I think if you parlay them together, you're probably getting close to like a plus 100, maybe a slight minus 120 type uh, deal. But that's that's what I'm looking at from a parlay for the prelims. Yeah, and I, I like the line as well. I like the line. I, I think Peralo is going to be good, man, in the UFC. I do. I think he's going to be good. And I think to get him at minus 195, um, I like that. And to parlay him would be ideal. Um, but you know what? In the spirit of taking folks straight up, man, maybe you just go money line in this situation. You know what I mean? Maybe you just be conservative because you know what? Muradov, he got subbed by your boy, GM3, Mearshot, man. That is my boy. I will allow that. That is (laughs) my boy. I know every once in a while you will accept when I call somebody your boy, and Mearshot's definitely one of them. (laughs) Yeah, so I think uh, for this one, I like um, I like Baralo. Don't know if I'll probably him. Okay. My only thought is that you basically he's at he's at minus two hundred for call. So you're gonna drop two units to uh, win one. Might I might because you know what you blow that money anyway chasing these goddamn parlays. So you know what? Hey, what was that slide with the with the turning point? Right. We can make point. some changes, bro. You got to change your direction if you want different results. Okay. Okay. Bilal Muhammad versus Sean Brady. Am I wrong for feeling really confident about Muhammad? Yeah, no, I don't think so, man. The guy's good. And speaking of Khabib. He's in in his corner, corner, right? He's in his corner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, even if he wasn't, man, as much as I – I don't even want to say that I don't like him because that's not true. I know a lot of people don't like Bilal Muhammad. Maybe it's his, I don't know, his personality. Maybe it's his eye. Maybe it's his style of wrestling and, you know – I don't it looks know, like French Montana, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, there's a there's a pretty significant list of reasons actually, but I like him. You know, I like Sean Brady too, man. It's gonna be a really good fight. But Bilal as a dog, yes. How about Bilal by decision? What do you think that prop looks like, JB? Plus two, plus two fifty, something like that, maybe. I'm curious. I'm curious about it. That's a guess. Um, I'm taking a shot in the dark there. So. I felt really good about it until I saw Sean Brady beat. Also, I'll call him my boy, Michael Chiesa. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was the decision. Didn't finish him. Did Muhammad get shit for an eye poke that wasn't an actual eye poke? Or was it like, am I making that up? Or was it a real? No, it was Leon Edwards, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a oh, That was terrible. Leon's return after so long and it ended like that. It was, yeah, it was bad. It was a bad look. So the reason I'm really on him is, uh, Luque again. I'm, I'm big on Vincent Luque, and he beat him. Um, so I think Muhammad's the play here. I'll probably put him as that third parlay piece, but at plus 120, I'm gonna bet him straight up. I think. Um, so yeah. I think the parlay I'm looking at again is Petrosian, uh, Vulcan, and Muhammad, and then Muhammad straight up. But that's gonna be my prelim cards. I like that, man. I like that a lot. And you know, it's this is probably going the distance, bro. If you look at Bilal Muhammad, 16 fights he's won by decision. Two he's lost, so eighteen of his fights, eighteen of his eighteen of his twenty. How many has he got? Twenty-two to three, twenty-four. Eighteen of twenty-four have went to the judges, and then you got Sean Brady. He's uh, what, what, fifteen times, and eight have went to decision. So I think this one's going the distance, but that's probably going to be juiced. So maybe just ride with Bilal straight up. I like it. I like it. Let's get to the main event. 
Um, main card, bro. Sorry, main event. Main, main card, main card, main card. Unless you want to uh, do the main event work backwards. I don't give a shit, dude. Yeah. Chukagian versus, is it Manon? Manon Fira? Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. I like Chukagian Manon, Manon Fira. Okay. See, it wasn't well done. See, give me a little bit of confidence in my in my <laughs> well, culture name. I got no, 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 bro. I got, I got, I got like eighty percent confidence in that in that But <laughs> I say eighty percent, maybe less. So let's just move um, on. <laughs> ranked higher. I don't know why she's the dog here. I don't really understand it. Uh, as our friends at Punchless say, "Woman science." I'm on Chukagian. not by a lot, but I think it's worth a play here. Hey, hey, put some goddamn respect. On the blonde fighter's name. I hate that name, by the way, man. What a stupid fucking name. Blonde fighter. Come on. You can't come up with anything better than that. You take the color of your hair and then... Brunette fighter? And then... No, just both words. <laughs> I have I have problems with both words. One, the color of my hair. Two, what am I doing? Fighting. Ah, fighter. Blonde fighter. So stupid, bro. However, you know it's not stupid? Caitlin Chikagian. By decision, dude. She is a decision machine. It's what she is. It's what she does, right? And that's what she's going to do, I believe, for Manon Firo. Uh, I'm not super confident in this one, JB, because, you know, UFC is definitely pushing Manon as the next big thing, and she very well might be, you know. But the fact that you get Caitlin plus 175, and by decision, she's going to be plus two-something, how do you not go with that, man? She's just proven that that's what she does. She's long. She's a good striker. I'm gonna. This is this is definitely gonna be a bet here. All right, I like it. I like it. Uh, Dariush versus Gomrat. I want to take Dariush, but the more I look at this fight, I'm probably staying away from it. There's something that just doesn't feel right about it to me, so I'm gonna pass on this fight and just hope that I'm right and a pick him. What are you doing? I think it's going to be a wild fight, man. I think it's going to be a really, really good fight. Uh, Gamrot's last fight was awesome against Saruki, and he came away with the win there. And Dariush is – kind of feel bad for Dariush, man. It's like he was on his way to the top. It was, seemed like he was going to get some big fights, just didn't get any of them. And now he's, you know, fighting Gamrot, who's an up-and-comer. Pretty sure he is behind him in the rankings. You know what I mean? Like – Yep. I kind of feel bad for Dariush, but um, I'm staying away from this. I want nothing to do with it. I want to enjoy it. That's about it. And um, I would be interested to see, um, you know, if this it doesn't go the distance. Like I said, it's going to be a wild fight. Uh, this is going to be violent. Both guys are pretty tough, but, you know, I'll be checking out that prop doesn't go the distance. But other than that, probably not going to do anything with this. All right. All right. Why don't you start on the Peter Yan Rashawn O'Malley fight? Because oh, well, I don't know. Like, dude, I've said it before. I've told you before, man. Like, when you when you when you step into the octagon, man, everything is tested. Every every ounce of manhood in you is tested and put under stress. Okay, so you know you hear. Khabib talking about drowning people in deep waters, right? That's kind of what I'm getting at. Like every ounce of your manhood is put to the test, okay? So when you look at these two fighters, I see complete opposite fighters in that sense, right? And their ability to uh, stay alive 
and doggy paddle when their opponent is trying to drown them in deep waters, all right? Peter Yan is a dog, man. He is an absolute dog who was raised in a very um, cold <laughs> and, you know, not so flashy uh, part of the world, right? And he was raised to be a fighter. It's what he does. It's in his DNA, right? Sean O'Malley, uh, wait, I believe he was raised in Montana, right? Or was it Wyoming? I can't, rem- I can't remember, to be honest. But what I do know is that they are not the same level of man. That's what I believe. So Sean O'Malley, um, I don't hate him by any means. In fact, how could you not be impressed with him and happy for him? With the name he's made for himself, he's now getting involved on the business side with the contract negotiation, doing the right thing, asking the UFC straight up, like, how do I be that guy? How do I be Conor McGregor? Tell me what I need to do. And, you know, they basically gave him a huge-ass contract. And said, you know what you got to do? You got to fight the best of the best. And here comes Peter Yan. Um, I think Peter Yan wins this fight. I am surprised to see him at minus 265. I really am. I, but, you know, Sean can, uh, he can certainly surprise you. I just don't think uh, that he's going to get it done against Yan. It's too soon. It's too soon for him. That's how I feel, JB. So I agree with everything you said. I'm probably not going to bet this fight. I, there's something about it that if I bet Peter Yan and Sean O'Malley beats him, I'm going to be so fucking angry <laughs> that I think I need to stay away from it. So I will tell you a prop I'm looking at. How do you feel a fight does not go the distance? Um. So if you say that, right, then you're pretty much banking on a Peter Yan finish. Or Sean O'Malley knocking out Peter Yan. Do you see that? Can I, I just? Can I just? Get, I, I don't. Get, which is why it's probably going to happen, Joey. Well, look, listen, listen, listen. Do we need to discuss the NFL? No. Put like the anything, NFL aside. Anything, anything can happen. But look, Sean O'Malley could not knock out the pride of CES, Chris Moutinho. I'm sorry, man. He did. You, he did you knock can't him out. put. Wow, well, come on! It was a. It was a finish. BSTK. So your yeah, point is now like, invalid. You, your point is invalid. No, 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 no. Come on, you know what I'm getting at. You know what I'm getting at, right? If you can't get a walk off KO on a guy like that, or get a convincing knockout, you know what I mean? Pedian is just—you're not gonna finish him. He's unfinishable, unfinishable. But I, I, I guess I can't blame you from staying away from it. It's kind of a scary fight to be honest uh because you never know with sean you never know but so here's my argument um i thought peter young was going to destroy sterling in the rematch Mm -hmm. the exact opposite happened so my confidence on yan is not as high as it was i still agree with everything you said yan has got that dog in him as we like to say sean o'malley doesn't um at minus 265 again sean o'malley no thank you sir that is too much juice for someone who has KO power, which I don't understand because he's a scrawny fucker. I don't understand where he gets his power from, but whatever. So why not hedge it? The fight does not go the distances at plus 130. So mm-hmm. I can get plus money. I'm banking. I'm still kind of rooting for Jan, right? Because I think Jan is going to win the fight. I think he is going, to be honest with you, like destroy O'Malley. But I kind of hedge with, okay, O'Malley does catch him once and it goes down peter gone by decision entirely possible entirely possible
but at yeah. minus two sixty five, no thank you. So I will take the fight does not go the distance at plus one thirty. Yeah, I don't mind it actually. That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. But just to comment on um, Aljo and and Jan in their last fight, I mean Aljo knew how to beat him, right? Took his back, body triangle, the bullshit, right? He he knew he was not going to box Peter Jan, right? And it props to him. Great game plan, stuck to it, and won the fight, fair and square. However, Sean O'Malley is not going to wrestle or pull any jujitsu with Peter Jan, right? These guys are going to box, they're going to strike, and that's what Peter Jan does. So I, I don't, I'm not convinced there that Sean O'Malley is going to be more of a threat than Aljo was just because of the styles. This is what Jan does. Uh, but when I look at Sean O'Malley, man, I think the, the most important thing you said, JB, is he doesn't got that dog in him. I don't believe it. He's a funk master flash kind of walk-off guy. And if he can pull off the walk-off, great. Is he going to survive in deep waters? The answer is no. He will not. Peter Jan, he's taking this one. Well, my only thing is, JB, I take him by finish or decision. I am unsure. Your take is convincing what doesn't go. But I don't want to show O'Malley that kind of respect. So I'm on the Jan train. Agree with you. And to be clear, I am not a Sean O'Malley fan. I was a big, I think, I was like one of the first Boston Brews bets post. I was big on Pedro Munoz to beat Sean O'Malley. Yeah. And I yeah. think Munoz won that round. And I, me too. that shit doesn't happen. And you were there. I forget. That's the UFC fight you went oh, to. Oh, yeah. And I was Sean there, O'Malley's man. sitting there pimping with a jump shot like he won the fight. It's like, dude, it's, it's a deep. joke. It's a, it was a, a joke. The dude was, the dude was getting booed, man, like crazy. And uh, I think that was it for him. I think that was it for him. And uh, props to him, though. Look, Sean, make your money, brother. Make your money. But you got to fight the big dogs now. So best of luck. All right. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Aljo versus Dillashaw. So I want you to go first because you've you've had conflicting opinions and thoughts on Aljo. Yeah, I have. I have. Um, freak athlete, no doubt about it, right? Freak athlete. And, dude, we've seen – I'll never forget that Sanhagen fight where he just jumped on his back in like 30 seconds and finished him. Like, the dude is a freak athlete, okay? <clears throat> However, um, Dillashaw is a wild card. We talk about having that dog in you. I do believe TJ Dillashaw still has that dog in him. I do. Um, but it's not to say that he's going to be able to handle everything Aljo throws at him. Like, Aljo is just, man, if he gets you in a certain position, like, you, it's it, it, it's over. So what I like here is Dillashaw, though, at plus 150. I thought maybe it would be a bit closer. I'm not fully sold on Aljamain Sterling as in a mixed martial artist. No, I'm not. He's a great wrestler. He's got some chokes, some jujitsu, right? But we saw what his boxing and his striking is in that first Yan fight. It's pathetic. And I think this is where Dillashaw could bring it to him if he's careful. That's the thing, JV. Like if Dillashaw, he's got to fight smart on this one to have a chance. Really does. I almost, I, I, I kind of badly want to stay away from this, to be honest. Uh, if anything, this is a dog or pass situation for me, but I, I don't know, man. It's, I, I kind of just want to watch it. But what do you got to take on this one? Yeah, I'm big on Dillashaw. Yeah. Um, oh, why? What's, what's your reason? I honestly think it's more. I've watched Dillashaw longer than Aljo, which is I don't feel good about it. Sure. Um, I just think Dillashaw to your point is a 
more complete fighter than Aljo. Um, yeah. I think Aljo did destroy Peter Yan in that last fight. I think he knew exactly to your point, knew how to beat Peter Yan and took it to him. I don't think I still go back to Aljo's acting in Peter Yan's first fight. <laughs> Where he, yeah. oh, I, oh, I can't see any. Oh, I, oh, oh this is so gonna be bad. a DQ. Oh, so like, bad, dude. It's so gonna be a DQ, right? It's gonna be a DQ like that. You know, I can't <laughs> bet a fighter when he does that. I know Dillashaw's last win was the last win of Dillashaw's, the one that was like kind of questionable, where it was like, did he actually win? Was a split uh, decision? I they, yeah, it was split with Corey Sanhagen. Yeah, yeah, but Dillashaw's been in the game. The doping scandal he owed up to, in my opinion. And who has Dillashaw lost to is why I raise this question. Henry oh, yeah, Cejudo. That's oh, the best. okay. And Dominic Cruz. And if you go yeah. further back than that, then like you're talking 2013, I really don't think it's relevant at that point. So I think Dillashaw gets his belt back here. And I think yeah. a plus 150, why not? I'm not going to get cute with a prop. I'm not going to say he finishes him, although I do think he can finish Sterling. Um, so Dillashaw plus 150 straight up. I like it, and I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, man, you look at Dillashaw's career, not only the, you know, the people he's lost to, but he's never been subbed. You know, the guy's like, what a story that would be, man, if he came back and took his belt back clean, dope-free. Mm -hmm. It's a good mm -hmm. story, man. That's a feel-good story. Mm-hmm. So, so I all right. So look, I don't know if I'm going big, but maybe I get involved in this one. All right, maybe I get involved with TJ Dillashaw. Why not? I would love to see Al Jermaine Sterling lose that belt. So hey, put some bucks behind it. Like it. I like it. All right, main event now. Main event now. Oh boy, um, <laughs> what a what a card, bro. This card, the main card is so stupid. This is silly. My confidence on this is so ridiculous that. I don't want to trust myself. This is where I get in my own head. So <laughs> yeah. my pick is Charles, and my yes. pick is Charles Big. Don't get cute with a finish. He may just, like, tackle him and have him on the ground for five rounds for all I know. I love Charles. He wins this. He gets his belt back. Islam got uh, here too fast, in my opinion, not taking anything away from him, but this is a little bit too greedy, in, his, uh, in my opinion. And they've already said that the winner of this is fighting um, – what's his name? Australian kid who's got the belt. Mm. Oh, Volk? Yeah, Volk I mean, is going to get the winner of this fight. Yeah. Um, but let me ask you something, JV. Like, so I also got Oliver, right? I do. Mm -hmm. um, I think, like you said, Islam – look at his last fight. You don't just beat Bobby Green and then get to fight Oliver. Right. In my opinion, <laughs> you no. know what I mean? Like, but that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. And before that, Dan Hooker and Dan Hooker, I love him to death, but he's obviously on the decline in his career, right? Oliveira, exact opposite, exact opposite. The guy is, I mean, you couldn't get uh, a fighter more in their prime than Charles Oliveira right now. And, and you know what? If you got Islam Makachev, a guy who likes to take folks down and control them and hold them down, like you better be fucking careful with Oliveira. What I don't know about JB is what you said. Like if he doesn't, if, if Oliveira does not get the finish here, right? Um, can he win that control game? You know, can he take that decision from dominance and control? Cause that's kind of Islam's game, right? So I, I don't know. 
But the thing, as we've come to learn, especially in the past couple fights, is Oliveira is more than just a submission guy. He's more than that now. Like, Jesus right. Christ, that Gaethje fight. Like, the dude is a striker. He is dangerous, man. So, I, you know, I wouldn't take Oliveira by sub or by KO here. I would take him by finish. That's probably what I'm going to do. I don't think Islam has seen somebody like Charles in the octagon in his career. Uh, I do think, of course, his camp is legit. Of course. No question. But I don't know, man. I'm with you. Charles Oliveira, I don't know if there's a more dangerous fighter in the UFC right now in their prime like he is. So I'd love to see him. Uh, what is that prop by finish? Don't know. Now we get there. Do we get cute and go by finish or do you just take him at plus 145? That's a I decision think you, that TBD. You got to go big with just him winning when he's at. I mean, how are you going to feel if you take Oliver by finish and then he wins by decision? Yeah, like, pretty bad. Pretty bad. I want to see I want to see him back at like plus 160, 150, 155. And just to, just to say know. like the finish prop right now for him is plus 180. So you get to give oh, that's that stupid. No, that, no, no, that twenty-five dollar no. juice there. No, no, no absolutely. Just take, just take not. the money line here. Don't get cute. Um, God, I point. thought it would be plus two hundred or something. No, God, no, no, no. So to your point, last fight beat Justin Gaethje round one, beat Dustin Poirier round three, beat Michael convincingly round, round two, Tony Ferguson uh, unanimous decision, then Kevin Lee round three, Jared Gordon. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's beating the best of the best. The only reason he doesn't have his title is because of the weight cut issue. So Exactly. Exactly. Uh, We're talking about there? the champion right here. We're talking about the champion. Yeah, you go to Islam. Okay, right? He beat Bobby Green. That was a short notice fight for Bobby Green because he was supposed to fight Dariush, and Dariush, the fight was canceled for some reason. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> fight before that, he beat Dan Hooker by a Kimura round one. He was supposed to fight RDA. That fight was canceled for some reason. So Dan Hooker oh, right. short notice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. his last big convincing wins are on short notice fights against two guys who are legit, um, mm -hmm. but you don't fight the champ after beating those guys on short notice. Um, and then his two fights before that uh, – what was it Tiago Moises, real naked choke? Yeah, okay, legit. Drew Dober, Drew Dober's legit. There's a there's a difference in competition there, though. You don't go from Drew Dober to Charles Oliver. You just don't. Yeah. You know? Yep. I agree. So, I agree. I think it's Charles. Uh, parlay here. Charles TJ, lock that up. Parlay TJ Chukagian, lock that up. Ooh, I like that, man. Do you get ballsy and say Oliveira Dillashaw Chukagian? That's what I'm saying. That's that's the third piece. Oh, that's, that's the third part. Oh, like. that's sexy. That is tasty right? as fuck, JB. I like that. Yeah, you know, and then you still bet Dillashaw and Charles straight up. So Chikagian loses. You still got a little bit dog in the fight. Yeah. Dillashaw loses. Yeah. You still got Oliveira. I like plus it. Plus 145. End your night. I mean, come on. You got to feel good about that. Dude, absolutely, man. Hey, turning point, brother. Turning point. Turn I like point. the logic. It's sound. I'm sold. Get me on board, man. Not a turning point is the survival. Yeah, I was waiting for this slide. Look at this. Look at All this. right. I'm two and four. <laughs> you're five and one. Do you want to talk about anything else here? Like, do you want to go into detail anymore? All I'll say is week seven, I have the Broncos, and they look so fucking good that I feel so Let's great ride. about that. Let's ride. Who, who, who do they got? Who do they got? I don't even know. I don't even well, know. Well, well, yeah, that'll be on the next slide. But, yeah. um, well, look, I don't feel great about your Raiders. High on them early in the season. Don't feel great about them. But uh, I do like this. I do like this slide. Yeah, yeah of course you do. Because it says me doing a lot of shoeys. Net shoey. This is a net shoey bet. Feeling damn good about it right <sighs> this now. Is stupid. This is so fucking mm -hmm. stupid. I want to mm -hmm. see who the Broncos are playing real quick. The Broncos are playing. 
The Jets. So the Jets are going to beat the Broncos. Thank you. That's oh, absolutely. absolutely. And who do you have? You have the Raiders? Uh, so I took the Raiders, and I believe Texans. they're playing the Texans, and I don't feel good about that. No, no. Texans are not a bum team. They're not great, but they're not a, they're not a shit bottom-of-the-barrel team this year. Nope. Nope. Thursday Night Football. Saints versus Cardinals. Minus one. Over under 44 and a half. I'm going to go Arizona here. They're getting deep. Oh, come on, One last time. Give me that Thursday night football. Arizona loses here. I will write them (laughs) off for the rest of the year. Over 44 and a half is tempting, but I'm just going to take Arizona minus one. Yeah, I'm not going to get on board with that at all. You keep bringing up this Robbie Anderson trade. Who gives a shit, man? What do you you think that's going to do besides cause mass confusion and chaos? When you get some jabroni like him in the locker room, man. Why? What are you it's talking gonna about? Take, it's going to take attention away from D Hop. It's just D Hop's first that, game. That's actually, I, that's actually, that could play out nicely. Could so play this out. Is like D Hop, Robbie Anderson, mm-hmm. Marquise Brown, AJ Green. Yeah. I, I mean, look, get AJ Green out of that conversation. How I, I, I think uh, it's a fair point. Like having him on board to, to distract secondaries. Um, from DeAndre, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't mind it, but I'm certainly not taking Arizona. I am off of that train. I have jumped off as fast as I can, and I think, um, you know, Winston and the Saints. I think he's going to get back into a groove here, so I'm taking the Saints uh, over the cards. Like you said, how about that over? How about that over? However, I think that the Jeff Bezos games are cursed on Thursday night. Man, the past two games have been like. I don't know, 30 points total between the two games. So I'm not going to get in on the Nova. All right. All right. Take Arizona by myself, all by myself on Thursday night. Cleveland at Baltimore, minus six and a half, over under 45 and a half. Uh, stay away again for me. My pick, Baltimore. My pick, Baltimore covers, but I'm not betting this based off what I've seen this year. You? Uh, I actually might because I think Baltimore is going to be pissed off and I think they're going to take it out at home on the Browns. Um, so what do we got? Minus six and a half. Uh, yeah, I, I I think they can cover. I I do. I'm not. I don't like the um. I don't like the over under at 45 and a half. Stay away from that. But I do think the Ravens win here, and I might even throw this uh, money line into a parlay. But enough's enough. The Baltimore is not a garbage team, man. Cleveland is still not good. So I think Baltimore's got this. All right. I like it. I'm not gonna bet it. Tampa at Carolina. Carolina getting 10.5 points over under 40.5. I really want to take Tampa here. Same logic you just had. Brady's pissed. His team is pissed off. 10.5 points is too many. Way too much. On Sunday, I might rationalize it, but right now, this is a stay away game for me. Yeah, stay away. It's too much. It's too much, JB. 10.5. No, thank you. I think 10.5 against any team this year is too much. That's the way it is, man. It absolutely is. And the Bucs have not been a 10.5 team, man. So, no, pass. they have been very far from it. Atlanta at Cincy. Cincy minus six over under 47.5. Talk to me at the beginning of the season. This is a slam piece for me. I'm going to stay away from this game, though. What are you doing? I think that the Falcons take this one, man. The Bengals have been. Yeah, I, look, hey, hey, look, I'm trying to learn, brother. I'm trying to learn every Sunday from what's happening in the NFL. Mariota is coming to Cincy and he's going to walk away with the win. Cincinnati just hasn't, they haven't been impressive at all. You remember them late last year? Like, mm-hmm. holy shit, look at this team. Look at Burrow. This is special, right? No, nah, it's not so special this year. And you know what? This, I think, Atlanta has been uh, really turning it around. Not that, you know, 
if they make the playoffs, that, that would be amazing. But I think this is one of those upset games. I think it is, uh, to be honest. So at minus six, yeah, I like them. I, I like the spread here, JB. So this is something I'm going to get involved in. I just don't know exactly how. But uh, give me the Falcons here. I respect it. Um, I will still not bet against Joe Burrow as long as he has Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. <sighs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Detroit at Dallas. Dallas minus seven over under at 48 and a half. Kind of like the over under here. I know Detroit is not a good team. Were they on a bye this past week? They didn't play this last week, right? They, yeah, yeah, they were on a bye. Yeah, yeah. So they get smoked by the Pats. That's the war. Like, I'm, again, a Pats homer. I know I'm going to, like, make this more than it was. But, like, Detroit has been in every game besides the Patriots game. Like, mm. they've lost, but they've been in games. Um, Dallas minus seven. Like, is Dak Prescott starting? Is Cooper Rush starting? I don't like this at minus seven. I think Dallas wins the game, but not at seven points. So stay away from me. Again, you're going to see this. Comp- I'm staying away from a lot of games this week. Yeah, let's wait and see. Uh, so Dak Prescott is practicing uh, this week. That's for sure. Does he play? Don't know. If he does, right, I like that over. I like that over. If that's if Dak Prescott's slang in the rock, I'm on Ross St. Brown is back from his injury uh, on the Detroit side. There could be some points, man. There could be some serious points. Zeke and Paul are running the ball. Like, I think um, I think the over might be attractive. But let's see what the injury report reveals here. And if Dak is back, I think we could see a lot of points on the board. All right. All right. Giants at Jacksonville. Jacksonville getting minus three. Over under at 42. I kind of like the Giants in the dog spot here. I think the Giants are legit as much as that pains me to say as a Patriots fan. So it's dog or pass for me here. What are you doing? I'm staying away, man. I don't know what's going on with either of these teams, man. I really don't. I mean, are the Giants that good? I don't think so. But shit, man, they're five and one right behind the undefeated Eagles in the division. Like what? Uh, and the Jags, it's up and down, up and down. So I don't know what's going on with this, man. It's interesting to see Jags at minus three, though. So I can't fault you for that, JB, going with the Giants. But pass, man, pass. Maybe a pass for me on Sunday, too. I'm going to be very conservative this Sunday. Um, yeah. India, Tennessee, minus two and a half, over under 43 and a half. I want to take Indy. I'm not going to. Again, don't, I'm gonna don't do one. it. I'm going to pass. Yeah, I think don't do can. it. Now, what I should do, and again, what I, I probably will do, because the odds I'll take Derrick Henry rushing overs, Jonathan Taylor rushing Jonathan overs, Taylor, yeah. both of yeah. them to get in the end zone, and call it maybe a same game parlay, and just so I can get a little interest in this game, because this is – this is a one o'clock game, so maybe watching the pad. No, I, I like that. I do. I, yeah. I like that same game parlay, JB. I do. And hopefully Taylor plays. I think he will. Um, hopefully they give him enough opportunities um, to make that same game parlay hit. But that's the only thing that's going to entertain me, man. This is I'm done with the Colts. Done betting on them in any way, shape, or form this year. I just think they are a garbage team. And I don't think Tennessee's that good either. I think my pick here is definitely Tennessee, but uh, no, not betting it. All right. Green Bay at the Washington football team. Uh, mm. Washington plus five and a half over under 41 and a half. This should be an Aaron Rodgers revenge game where they win by three scores. 
I'm not touching it. Final thing I'll say is their owner, Washington, Dan Snyder, is saying he has dirt on every single owner, so they better be careful. And Jim Irsay, who's a fucking cokehead and alcoholic, has called for him to be voted out of the ownership of the NFL. Oh, so, wow. Little drama. Little drama, little drama we got brewing in the owner's league. But uh, outside of betting, stay the fuck away from this game. But if you're a Washington football fan, you're a fucking moron, is all I'll say. Yep, yep, fair enough. Hey, I'm, I'm going to take Green Bay probably somewhere around minus 10 here. Probably somewhere around that. Carson Wentz is not playing. I don't even know who Heineke. Who are they going to put it? I have no idea. Why is Wentz not playing? He got hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I we've been talking about the football team, the Washington football team, sucking for quite some time. I think when you combine that with them losing their starting quarterback to uh, oh, I don't know, sprinkle in a little Aaron Rodgers revenge game in the mix. And I think you're going to get a blowout here. So I think I'm taking Green Bay probably around minus 10 or something like that. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what that alternate spread situation uh, looks like come Sunday. I like it. I like it. You juice that up also. I might I might follow you on that one. Oh, yeah. Got to do it, man. Got to do it. Now, this next game. <clears throat> what do we got? I told you there was going to be a game here that we were going to say this. Oh, gee. <laughs> Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> I know they look terrible. I Horrible. know Russell Wilson looks awful. Okay. Yeah. There's one game I have to go with Broncos country. No. Not and why? Yeah, why? I have to. That is such a cringeworthy thing. I have to. I have to. Oh, so, dude. No, don't do it. This is um, this is when the Jets make this statement. Single unit play. Single unit play. Oh, no, JB. Denver, no. minus one and a half. You know why I'm going minus one and a half? Because before the game last night, Denver was minus three. And they looked so bad, they went down to minus one and a half <laughs> after the game. I'm pretty sure if Denver was at New York, this would be actually the Jets favored. But Broncos country, let's ride. Oh, God. You're going to ride with Broncos country and Latavius Murray, 58 years old, as the lead running back. I yep. You know... I don't know what the hell is going on in Broncos country, but I enjoy watching it. I'm not going to lie. I enjoy having a good laugh and watching it. And uh, it's funny because Russell Wilson is so kind of like even keel, tough to rattle. So it's so comical just kind of how big of a joke his uh, soundbite has become and even bigger joke the team is. It's just just kind of fun to watch. But I don't, I'm not going to have a huge take on this one, JB, but I am absolutely – betting the New York Jets uh, to win this game. Absolutely. I feel very good about it. Uh, like I said, the Jets are on a roll, man. I mean, they're, they're fucking four and two trailing the Bills in the AFC East. I think they roll over what is a garbage team in the Denver Broncos. I'm sorry, JB. It's all good. So uh, I'm going to, again, Bron I told you to do it one game. I don't know another game to do it because they look so terrible. So I'm going to go against my, I'm going to go with my gut and say that they're playing the Jets. Got to be the game. Want to call it shoey bet on top? So yeah, be, yeah, definitely, gonna bet, definitely. Gonna bet one unit minus one and a half Denver, and uh, we're gonna call it shoey bet. I will caveat if this somehow gets up to three and a half, where Denver has to win by more than a field goal, it's off. I will take money line shoey bet with you, but I am not. I'll do that as well. That point. Okay, no, that's a deal. I'm fine with both scenarios. Okay, <laughs> yes, love it. Houston at Las Vegas, Vegas minus seven over under 45 and a half. I want to take Vegas. I've been burned too many times by Vegas. So stay away again from me. No, I'm taking Houston. I'll take Houston in the points here. I'm not sold on Vegas. Never happened. Sold on Vegas. Damian Pierce is going to be a top 10 back. 
by the end of the year. And uh, Houston's rolling, man. I'll take them plus seven here. Damian Pierce will be in my touchdown parlay. I always do some absurd touchdown parlay where I pick a bunch Love of people it. to get in the end zone. He's been in yep. it frequently, and he's actually been getting in there a lot. So, Oh, yeah. Love him. Take it. Love Seattle at the Chargers, minus six and a half, over under 51. I like this over under. I don't like the spread. Small story here. DraftKings had a boost last night where it was Justin uh, Hebert to throw over 0.5 touchdowns. So all yeah. he had to throw was one touchdown. The original odds were minus 800. DraftKings had boosted it to a plus 100. Oh. Do you know how many touchdowns the char- uh, Justin Herbert threw last night? He threw one, right? That was zero. Oh, I thought he threw one. No? No. It's all field goals and Austin Eckler Didn't ran he... it in. Oh, dude. Oh, I thought he threw. <laughs> oh, so there now, if you go on Twitter, there's a conspiracy theory. Like, don't tell me the sports book in the NFL aren't fucking in cahoots together. Like, Justin, he has thrown a touchdown in every single game. I was just going to say that, game. man. There's, there's some shit going on, bro. That's That's not right. That's not right. I saw that boost. I almost got in my car and drove to New Hampshire to place it. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. It's not worth it. It's fucking a game I don't give a shit about. I'll probably fall asleep during. Thank God that's I did. Bad. And I did that's fall wild. asleep at the end of the game. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm not doing anything with this. This is a pass for me. All right. Kansas City at San Fran. San Fran plus three over under 48 and a half. I'm going to look at maybe an alternate spread with you here or maybe a mm-hmm. you know teaser mm-hmm. piece with Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Kansas City by 10? Kansas yeah, City somewhere by between. 14. Like, oh, you're getting crazy. You're getting they're... crazy, JP. Get out of here. No, hey, hey, don't get greedy, bro. Let's say 10 and ride off into the sunset. Steal it like bandits. That's going to be like plus what? Like 180, something like that? Uh, KC minus 10. Around there, yeah, more or less. Yeah. All right. Thank you, behind. And that. I feel great about it. Kidding me? After the Niners burned me in my lock of the weekend last weekend, fuck them, man. KC, minus 10. Let's go. Pittsburgh at Miami. Miami, minus 7, over under 45. My understanding is that Teddy Bridgewater is good to go. Questions on Tua? I think it's no, the, Tua, uh, he's starting, bro. Tua's back in action. He's, he's, he's going to start this game. Yeah, yeah. He will be. So will until be he gets center. hit and dies on the field, right? <laughs> now nah, Pittsburgh, they're not going to put any pressure on it. It's so bad, man. Tua is going to light up the sky with Waddle and Hill. Man, he's going to come back and make a statement in this game. Because you know what? I understand he took a couple bad hits over the course of, what, five days, right? I understand that. But I think uh, the NFL just really has been leaning into this concussion protocol. And I think he's been ready to play. He's watching his team lose. He's going to come back and make a statement here against a garbage team. So don't tempt me with that alternate spread, JB. Don't tempt me, but I'm comfortable with uh, Dolphins minus seven. I don't feel as good about it, but maybe a teaser piece for me. Um, The Bears at New England minus eight over under 40. (laughs) Pats win this game. Do they cover by eight? I don't know. I would think so. Um. Potentially a teaser piece. I'm kind of done betting the, betting the Patriots other than uh, Stevenson's going to get in the end zone this game. Uh, yeah. Bet it, bet it straight up. There's no way Stevenson does not score a touchdown in this game. So that that's actually going to be my bet, and I'll probably stay away from betting the actual sides here. Yeah. Uh, Pat's money line I'd be interested in. I think minus eight's just too much. I, I it, Not that the Bears uh, are a great team, but uh, I do like that TD play, uh, JP, and I expect to see that in your massive – eight-player TD parlay. But if anything, man, I'll take the Pats money line here. Eight's too much for me. 
Pat's minus 360. You're comfortable laying 3.6 units to win one? Minus 360. Well, then I yeah. guess, uh, if anything, if anything, I ch- now that's, I'm not even going to say it. I was going to say I try and sneak him into a parlay, but no way, man. Pass. Pass. Ooh, I'm intrigued by the parlay. I might, I might look at that. No, don't. No, come on. No way. No way. All right, buys. Buffalo, Minnesota, Philly, Rams. Uh, Buffalo and Philly going into buys this week. They got to be feeling fucking great because they won two big games and they uh, yeah. going to a buy. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, what do we got? What do we got? College football. College football, right? Iowa at Iowa, uh, Ohio State, minus 29, over under 49. Uh, Ohio State, minus 29, easy. Iowa State does not score points. So um, Ohio State may put up 49 by itself, but they could put up 48. Therefore, stay away from the over. All right. UCLA, Oregon, Oregon minus six. Remember my Oregon speech to you? Oh, remember I, that my... I, I remember it very well, but does that mean you're going after an over of 70 Oof. and up? You're goddamn right I am. Oh, oh, you son of a bitch, dude. Are you serious? Yeah, that over That's... that over's gonna hit. That over's gonna hit. Oh, how right do you how do you see that? Um, I see the future. That's how. Over <laughs> 70 and a half. Gotta hit. Bet it. Um West Virginia at Texas Tech, minus seven, over under 68 and a half. I actually think West Virginia might make it a close game, potentially take them plus seven, over under 68 and a half is tempting. Um, I had Syracuse and Clemson on here. I don't know why. I just passed on this game. I think both these teams suck and they're overrated. Don't know why I had them on here. I think it's like, glad you put them on. Yeah, fucking stupid. Uh, Texas at Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State plus six. I don't know if Texas is back or not. So oh, come on. We, we, we know they're back. They're back. Are they? Are yeah. they? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just fun to say, bro. It's fun uh, to say. over under 64 and a half is also not great. I may be looking at Oklahoma State plus the points here. We'll see. Oh, you're breaking my heart, JB. Breaking my heart. Kansas at Baylor, Baylor minus Baylor. seven and a half, over under 61. So, over under. Gotta hit 61. Lock it up. Okay. Said it last week, and I was wrong, Kansas. but I'm gonna stick with my Jayhawks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I support you, JB. I Kansas you. money line, they'll beat Baylor straight up. They're gonna yeah. beat Baylor straight up. Take the Kansas money line. Yeah, love it. Love it. Toledo at Buffalo, Buffalo plus seven. Who cares about this game? There's gonna be points. There's gonna be over 60 points. Bet it. All right. This next game is a little bit larger and has a little bit locks next to it, if you want. Here we go. What do we got going on here? Kansas State at TCU minus three and a half. I don't know who wins this game. Book it over 58 and a half. This is the lock. This is going to be a max play. 58 and a half is too low. This should be the 70.5 that UCLA and Oregon is. I don't know what I'm missing. I'm going to double check the injury report before I see it, but the over under is going, the over is going to hit here. Smash it, smash it, bro. Smash All it. right, Just smash it. Tailing, I'm tailing. Cincinnati at SMU. Uh, again, SMU plus three. Don't care who wins. Over under 61 and a half. Really like the over under here. Both teams put up points. SMU will probably put up like 42. Cincinnati puts up 21, 28. There's your over under. Mm. Minnesota at Penn State minus five. Over under 44 and a half. I really want to take Minnesota here because I hate Penn State. Again, what's the whole thing? You only root for the cult if you have zero moral compass. Um, <laughs> yeah. But probably going to pass in this game. My heart wants to bet Minnesota, but probably pass. All right. Texas A&M at South Carolina. South Carolina plus three and a half, over under 46. I kind of like the over under here. Texas A&M, Southern Ca- South Carolina. They got some quarterback history with the SEC. 
Spencer Rattler is there. I think this game could be a lot of points. I think 46 is pretty low. 46, I mean, Texas yeah, 46 is kind of low as well. Eh? Texas A&M put up like 20 points on Alabama. So, mm, I mean, mm, come on, right? Mm. Don't know why I have that Kansas State TCU game there second. That's clearly I don't review my work. Um, San Diego <laughs> State at Nevada, plus seven, over under 36. Uh, 36? 36? Yeah, come on, man. Well, I don't know. What do we got here? We're garbage offense, strong D, combination of the two. I'm going to take this. I don't care. 36. I'm going to take it. I'm going <laughs> to take matter. it. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. There's Fuck college it. football games that hits in the first three seconds. Like, Jesus. All right. There's got to be something behind that number, JB. That's frightening, though. There does. There does. Ole Miss at LSU. LSU minus one and a half over under 66 and a half. I want to take LSU because I feel like LSU has finally don't. figured it out. But uh, do you? Not do sure. You? Not sure. Not sure, man. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But I'm telling you right now, Kansas State TCU over 15 I'm on and board. a half. Lock I'm it. on board. Lock it Lock up. It. Lock, Lock it up. In. All right. Uh, we got on the schedule, but again, the Brook. Yeah. In Seabrook, New Hampshire. I want to propose something out there. Ty Tuivasa just had a date announced December 3rd. Right. Uh, might be tempting to go up to New Hampshire and bet some UFC live bets. And yeah. watch some college football, potentially. Hell yeah. Same. Hell yeah. Same. I think that's a great way to spend the Saturday. And like you said, Ben, uh, sometimes you got to take it back to basics. Get that piece of paper. Get your mm-hmm. betting slip. Hold it in your hand. Feel it. And I feel like that's that's bringing it back to basics, man. That's that's when the fun happens. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, the Brook actually looks like a good spot right on the Mass New Hampshire border. So I'm looking forward to checking it out, dude. I have big hopes. It actually looks like a like a Vegas style sports book as opposed to like a sports bar. So yeah, it does. I'm excited, big man. Big hopes. I'm excited. Uh, when bet sports bar, we will go there. Kind of like to go there for like March Madness, maybe when like legalize you can bet in Massachusetts. But we'll see. We'll <laughs> it would, see. It, it, we'll it would see. be a it would be a slight perk to be able to bet there, but we'll check it, it out. Be. It will be. Uh, I got nothing. Listen, we're on an hour and ten minutes. We're late. Punchless has been on for fifteen minutes. So I gotta go catch. Oh up shit. Show. Uh, but good talking to you. I know we're both traveling. Safe travels. I, I'm telling you, I that UFC 280 parlay, Dillashaw, Chukagi, and Oliveira. I like it, man. I like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think we might like come it. back like here next well. week and just be like, you know, walking in like Conor McGregor style. I think, I think we're gonna. <laughs> I think we're gonna but, the uh, billionaire strut is in our future, JB. I, I, guess, look, hey, I might have to give the Ric Flair speech when we start next episode. I don't know. <laughs> I, I look, man. If it hits, we'll open it up with that. Look, I just hope we can somehow watch this shit, man. I'm gonna be abroad. You're gonna be on the road, but hey, worst comes to worst, man. Record on demand, and we there's something about just watching your bets hit. It's just so satisfying. But we'll see, man. JB, it's always a pleasure, brother. Always a pleasure. Say Wednesday, Thursday next week. Break this shit down. You, you got it. You got it. I will be here, whiskey in hand. All right, safe travels, man, and uh, we'll talk later. All right, brother. Till next time.